Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are at the Green Room, the Detroit News Michigan State podcast. It's been a little, been a couple of weeks since we've done one, but uh, quite frankly, there hasn't been a lot uh, changed in the last couple of weeks, unfortunately, for many Michigan State fans. Uh, Matt Charbonneau here will be joined by Tony Paul shortly, but we did want to do some when we got some uh, some guests, and I think I think people are going to enjoy this one because there's a guy who's been in the news a little bit lately. Uh, maybe you've heard. Uh, the former, uh, the former national champion at Michigan State, Mr. Matt Ishbia, who just made a really generous big donation to the MSU Athletics Department. A um, lot of great things going on with Matt, and he is he is nice enough to join us for, for a little bit right now. Matt, thanks, thanks for being here, and uh, we're really glad you could do this with us and spend a little time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, I, you know... I, for a lot of people like me, you know, when the 2000 national championship team is, you know, a very distinct memory for me. And we always think of the, Hey, you know, when Ishbia got in the game, uh, that, that was usually pretty good. And I, it was funny a couple of weeks ago, Tom mentioned that, or somebody mentioned that about whatever the team's record was when you played, um, was like 34 and Oh, at some point. Um, those were just such great memories for people like me. Uh, how often in a day, do you think you think about those times? Is it, is it multiple times a day or, or what is it for a guy like you that was part of that? Yeah, it's, it's so many great memories. I could think about it all day. You could talk to people about it all day. You know, I don't know, you know, if think about it once a day or, you know, my, a lot of my old teammates, I, I see a lot. They work with me or we're texting or we're connecting. So we always think of those fun memories, but uh, I, I was enjoying watching it like you guys too. You know, I got a chance yeah. to play every once in a while, but that's only when we're up by a lot. So, but it was, a, it was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed the experience. I, th- I think human victory cigar is a phrase we hear a lot now. So you, 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 yeah, you pretty they, much, you pretty much knew if you were on the floor, things were going pretty well, huh? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They said, it was, what is it? At some point it was like, you said 34 and oh, and whatever. <laughs> I, it's a lot more of a cause, cause and effect issue. There it was only when we're up is the only reason I got in nothing to do with me playing. <laughs> That's funny. How did you now, how did you end up getting on the team? Obviously most guys, you know, you don't just show up and, and play. You know, you got to have to be able to have some sort of uh, background and playing and some skill. Like, how did that happen? Explain that to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in high school, I was, you know, you know, obviously a very good player in high school. I scored like 23, 24 points a game in Oakland County. I think I was right behind Dane Fife, who was at Indiana for the scoring champion in our around here. Never heard of that guy. High school player. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of him. He was a stiff. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but you know, so it's a great, I was, I was a good high school player, uh, and looked at some schools, but got a chance to play. I played AAU basketball with Jason Richardson and a guy named Antonio Gates, who obviously went on to NFL football fame. And so got invited to a, an open gym one time, me and Antonio Gates went up together, played against Mateen, played against some people, played really well. And, and really to Mateen's credit, Mateen ma- made a comment to one of the coaches, Stan Heath, who, who had already known who I wasn't, that I could play. And, Next thing you know, I got a chance to get become a preferred walk-on, and I think I was like the 16th or 17th guy on the team, like the last spot possible um, back in 1998-99 season for the first Final Four of uh, with Izzo and my first Final Four as well. Wow. 
so that that's I, I mean could you think of a more perfect time to come into that program i mean i mean i got i got i got lucky i got there at the right time and and i got i played in an open gym where i played well enough that mateen thought nicely enough to say something and he's a superstar you know the fact that he even mentioned something to someone and and they knew who I was a little bit, but not, I wasn't on the radar to be a real player, you know, but it was just all worked out. Great, great experience played for Izzo learned, you know, from Mateen and so many other players. It was, it was just an amazing, perfect experience. Now that was, you know, you could say you were the, you were basically the start of, uh, you know, a heck of a run. You could say it was probably, you know, I guess it was probably me, you know, you showed up and you guys <laughs> start going to final fours, right? I mean, come on. I, I, I could, I, I, I couldn't even joke about it. It's not even close to being true, but it, <laughs> yes, uh, I just got there and was a good part of a team. And, and it was really a great family environment where everyone kind of included me as a 16th, 17th guy, whatever I was 14th guy for most of those years, you know, I worked my way onto the team and I, I always joked that I had to be the hardest working guy on the team to be the worst player on that team. Um, but, <laughs> You know, I worked hard and I, I built great relations with those guys. And, and I had my role. My role was to be the best third string point guard in America. And that's why I took that seriously. How do I run the other team's plays and tell Mateen what they're going to be doing and watch film? I did all those details to hopefully contribute to us winning and, and being part of that national championship. And, and what is it about that? I feel, and, and I feel like you've talked about that a lot the last few weeks here, especially when you were, you know, going over some of the things you wanted to do for the school was and your success in business was you know, running, running your business kind of like a team. And obviously, you know, you're not out running plays, but just kind of that mentality of, of everyone's role being important and, and, and all that contributing to success. Is that something that you kind of had in you already? Is it just something you learned as you were going, being in that program? How, how did that all evolve for you to, to kind of, you know, use that in, in the business world and, and create the success you have now? Yeah. I mean, so I'm sure there's some stuff that I had and had learned and grew up with, but and my father's a great mentor to me and my brother and my mother are both great people. I learned so much from them, but the, the, the things that I learned at Michigan state basketball directly impacted the way I thought about business and how I apply things even to this, to this day, every single day, we're talking about things. And you say, we don't call run plays, but we call them plays here. I say, Hey, what's the play call today? What are we doing? Like what's sales sales play? This is what they're doing. What's their game plan. Sales has a game plan operations. What's their play call. Like, like we, we do like, it's, 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 it's very, like, if you ever spend some time here, you'd be like, wow. And that's why Mateen and Charlie Bell and Adam Wolf and Chris Hill, all these guys that are part of Antonio Smith that are at work here, it all fits in because we're, we're talking the same lingo. We're running the same thing. We've got 8,500 people here doing it with us, but it's a little different, but we, we, we built it that way. Did you, when you first started this, did you have that in mind? Like, Hey, I'd, I know some of these guys I played with would be great in this sort of environment, or is it, or did that just kind of happen naturally? And it just, it's kind of built to where it, it is. It happened now. naturally. Yeah, it just happened naturally. I mean, when I got here, I was the 12th person, you know, at UWM right. in 2003. And so my concept was I could take, and Izzo thought this, and my father had mentioned this to me, and people that hey, can you take some of the things you learned from Michigan State basketball and apply it to business and, and see what that does? And that was the concept, but it wasn't really about hiring my old teammates because I never thought I could get these guys want to come join, and I didn't know if I could ever hire anyone. I didn't know if we would be 12 people the whole life or if we could grow or what it would be, but it turned out pretty good. Yeah. Now, now I've been in Izzo's basement a few times and it's like a, um, I've always described it as a Michigan state fans, you know, like it'd be their favorite sports bar in the world with all the memorabilia and all that stuff. You know, the, the basketballs from this game and the pregame notes from the Oh five regional finals. Like, do you have that sort of stuff in your office? You, is, is, is there that sort of, uh, I don't know, design or theme around the office? 
in, in in my particular office, I have like my jersey, or I have like the you know different things from Michigan State up in my office. We have a Breslin conference room here at our building, where the floor from Michigan State's there, and there's some pictures of Mateen and Izzo, and some people in there, and Magic Johnson. Um, but overall, in the office, we don't have as much stuff. It's, it wouldn't be as good as Izzo's basement. Izzo's basement is pretty sweet to be in. He's got so much cool stuff. He's got tickets from this game and all these fun things, and he's got a really uh, cool cool environment down there. So there's nothing. So there's like nothing in your office now. I obviously haven't been there, but um, like nothing cool, like a uh, like a miniature court or something, or where guys go like hang out for lunch or just to blow off steam. I'm I'm, I'm picturing something really crazy and and wild that you wouldn't yeah, see well, in a typical we, we office. Have- well, we have a full basketball court in our office, right? Okay. We have a Breslin conference room that oversees that basketball court. We have the table in the Breslin conference that has actually part of the old court from the Breslin Center. We have some jerseys and stuff, and we have some of that kind of stuff. So if you ever want to come by and show you around, there's definitely you'll definitely know that you're in Michigan State territory when you're here. You'll feel the, the, the Michigan State vibes, the, the teams that we have there, and things that are called, like a lot of that stuff. But then, once again, not as extreme as Izzo's, office, Izzo's basement because his basement is all Michigan State, and it looks awesome. You don't hire any Wolverines, do you? Uh, we do, but we pay them less. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that that can be fun around there. Obviously, I was kidding. You yeah. you hire the best yeah, people, right? No matter where they are. We hire the best people. They do ask me where the Ann Arbor conference because all our conference rooms are like East Lansing. It's a Breslin. The Ann Arbor conference room it does not exist here. We have 70 conference rooms, and there's never be one called Ann Arbor. There's no teams called the Wolverines. Like we have some strict rules here, but. Of course, we hire people from Michigan and all schools. Anyone that works hard, we, we bring on. You could keep like the cleaning supplies in that room if you if you had one of those or something. You know? <laughs> exactly. I see to- Tony. Have you joined us? Are you on with us here? I hope I'm not talking to nothing. Are yeah, you- sorry, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit late. I was just putting together a proposal to see if Matt wanted to buy a struggling newspaper. Um, but I- <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Matt, I just had I, I went to a school the same time you were there, uh, actually, and I'm just curious what, uh, what what did you study in school and what what did you anticipate being when you when you got into the real world? Well, I always planned on being a coach, you know. So you know, I, I studied business. So I was I went to business school at Michigan State, business general business, and um, basically learned some stuff there to be to give them credit and in, in, in the business school credit, of course, but but almost everything that I apply in my business is from Michigan state and from Izzo and Cleves and these guys. And so, you know, I always plan on being a coach. So when I was playing for my, my first three years, we talked about three final fours, three big 10 championships. I was very lucky to be on the end of the bench. My fourth year, actually when, my, when Chris Hill and Alan Anderson and Kelvin Torbert were freshmen, Izzo brought me down at the end of the year and I sat next to him on the bench and he would like talk me through what he was doing. And he'd, I'd communicate with the players a little bit from the, from sitting next to him. If you actually look back at the film, so I actually sat with him. And then my fifth year, instead of uh, playing a fifth year, I decided to be a student coach to learn from Izzo, spent a whole year with him coaching. And I was going to go into the coaching world. Um, that was my plan. And I actually, Mike Garland got the Cleveland state job offered me to come with them, which I would have loved to have done, but I ended up saying, Hey, can I apply some of this stuff in the business and have a different life? And that's kind of when I left at that point and, and started at this mortgage company with 12 people and grew from there. Well, that's what I was uh, going to ask you. Do you feel like you kind of are a coach? You, you have taken, you know, those lessons and, and, and still applied them. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm a coach. I, that's what I'm. I'm a, my job is to lead and coach and get the best people on my team, just like Coach Izzo, 
train them, coach them to be the best versions of themselves, just like Izzo. And then for me, it's treat them so well they never want to leave. Izzo doesn't have that control. They have to leave after four years, right? And so we have that ability to, to, to maintain it for a long time. And, and so absolutely, I take all the coaching things. You know, like I said, almost everything I learned from Izzo and I apply it to business and, and try to, try to, try to you know, make him and Michigan State proud of what we're doing here. Matt, you've seen, you know, obviously we know what Coach Izzo means to you. You, you've said that over and over again, and we've seen his success. When when you see, and, and I don't feel like this is new, but this season is kind of, this season's different, obviously. When, when, when you see a team going through what they're going through right now, and you hear people start to, you know, he's taking a little more criticism than usual. What What is your response when you see what's going on out there today with, with this program? Well, I, I think it's crazy that anyone criticize him. They just don't know what they're talking about, to be honest with you, with, with respect to those people. I mean, Izzo's the best. He knows what he's doing. Like, I, I, I know when I'm coaching, he, he's, he's the best there ever has been, in my opinion, uh, for sure at Michigan State. But I think he's one of the top five, top ten people in the world to be coaching, right? Think of how good that is. And so, of course, you, know, you, don't, you can't win every game. You can't, you, know, you can't get every bounce to bounce your way. Without question, though, I always tell him, and if I, he doesn't ask me, he doesn't need my opinion, but I would tell him, Stay the course. You know how to win. He's done it forever. He's one of the best that's ever lived at, at this sport um, of coaching uh, for basketball. And so he's doing great. So what do I see right now? I see the team. Hey, you go through ups and downs. It's been a weird year with a lot of things. I have 0% concern that everything's not going to go well. They'll end up in the tournament. They'll end up growing, doing great. They'll make a run because that's what Izzo does. Because they, as long as they stay the course of what they always done and work hard, things always work out. And sometimes people forget that. In the thing, oh, well, Izzo's this or this is happening. They just don't know what they're talking about, really, with respect to everyone. I want to be respectful, but he's that good. I, I have a million percent blind faith and blind trust in Tom Izzo <laughs> and Michigan State without question in anything. I want, so I want to be clear. So we, we've got, we've got a, a, you know, you've, you've staked your claim right here, right now. Six games to go in the regular season. They're making the tournament. Matt Ishbia says, right? 100%. Coaches are making the tournament. They always you've seen the, the schedule, right? The you've, seen, you've seen the schedule. I know who they're playing. <laughs> I, I know who they're playing, and I know who they got on their team, and I know who's coaching the team 100%. Izzo's making the tournament. They're going to make it. He does it every year. And they're gonna, And I'm going to tell you right now, they'll make a run, too. I, I, I believe in them. Those kids are hardworking. Langford's a winner. Hauser's a winner. Rocket Watts, Aaron Henry, these guys, they're working. You know, they, they got to get going. It's not like you, you don't just get given to make the NCAA tournament. We've done it 22 straight years. It's not a given. You got to work your butt off for it, and Izzo will have them doing that. I, it doesn't even cross my mind. Can you get specific on how that will happen? <laughs> yeah, could you let us know exactly? <laughs> they're they're going to win some games. They're going to okay. win some games. That's what they, have. they have a tough. They have they have a really tough week this week, right? They play two top five, two top ten teams. Illinois is tough. I don't know who else they play. I know they play a couple really tough games this week. Um, but you know what? They'll win two out of three this week, and then then they got to win two out of three the next week, and and that's what you do. And and, and they got to make a run, you know. And and I I believe in Coach Izzo. I believe that if anyone in the world can make them, I mean, we see Shashevsky's not making the tournament. Calipari's not making the tournament. You know, Izzo will. And and I believe in it, and that's why I'm a Spartan, and I always will be. <laughs> well, it, we're both yeah. we're both Spartans too, by the way, and uh, we're, <laughs> we've we're been not jaded. We're not as optimistic <laughs> as you, <laughs> right? Well, you know what? I you know I just been through it with them, and I've seen what they've done, and I've been there when I was coaching. When you know, coaching the year, um, if in my the year I coached was the year in 2005. Chris Hill and Alan Anderson, Kelvin were sophomore year. Paul Davis freshman year. 
um, and everyone was down on them, uh, if you remember. And then we made a, a, a run into the lead eight. And then their senior year, remember, everyone was down on those guys too, and they made a run to the final four as a seven seed. You know, so I, I believe uh, in Coach Izzo, I believe that, you know, hey, you don't, go, you don't win every game, and you don't, it doesn't always go on a straight shot up. But I think uh, in general, uh, I'm all in, and I believe in them. They'll make that tournament, and, and I think they'll, make a, they'll win a couple games if not make a nice run. Wasn't wasn't oh five oh five? That was the year. Yeah, they beat Duke and Kentucky in the same weekend, right? And uh, yep, in the regionals. That's that's the note. That's what I was talking about. Izzo's basement. He's got a frame up and like the pregame notes for both games. You know of what he was going to yeah. talk to the team about was one of the one of the more interesting things I saw. What a weekend that was. So, but you were were you there then? Was that your year coaching, or were you gone by then? No, I was gone. I, okay, I was there coaching oh two oh three. I believe it was. Um, so okay. It was, it was yeah. two years before that. We went. We lost to TJ Ford in Texas in the Elite Eight that year. Um, Paul Davis's freshman year, if I remember correctly. Shannon Brown. Yeah. So they were young then. That's right. Okay. All right. I get my years mixed up. Sorry. <laughs> it's this happens when you when you've been when you've been gone from there that long. Hey, one other, one thing I want to ask you about real quick too. This was interesting. Did you see the clip the other night? Maybe two nights ago when Draymond fouled Miles really hard. Uh, in the NBA game, and Miles just kind of laughed, and they just bump into each other. It, and that with that weird kind of Michigan State uh, brotherhood, like you, like you knew Draymond the second Miles came to the basket, there was no way he was letting him score. And I feel like everybody else in the league would have lost their mind, but Miles just kind of laughed, and they just. It, it, what does is, is that kind of typify this uh, this bond that Michigan State guys have, no matter where they're at? Yeah, you know, I didn't see the clip, but absolutely. You know, the way I think about it, it's a family. Izzo really creates a family there. Where I, I, I know Draymond because I've met him a couple times, but we didn't play together. But we, we, we're, we'd be close. He, I'd see him somewhere. We'd hang out together. Denzel Valentine, same thing. Or Miles Bridge. Like, these guys, everyone's connected through Izzo. Uh, and, and through that Spartan family, it's different than other programs. And it's hard for people to understand when they're outside of it. Like, absolutely. You don't fight with a spell of Spartan. Right? You don't, you don't get, a, you wouldn't get, they wouldn't get into it. I don't care what he does. You come up and smack him on the butt. Just like, think about like Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, long time ago. They fought, but they, they loved each other. And that's what Spartans are. We're all, we're all together as a family. So what, what, I, I mean, you say they're going to make a run. Do you, how hard is it for you to not be able to go to games? Like, and, and how hard is it for you to not be able to go? And how hard is it for these players? I, I feel like we've talked about this a lot this year with sports and how these kids adjust. What do you think it's like playing in these empty arenas? And how much does it stink for you not being able to go to games? Yeah, well, I'm like all of you guys. I want to watch the games. I want to be there. I want to be in the energy and the excitement of the Breslin, right? Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And so, you know, I think the reality is I think the quicker people realize that the reality is the reality. I don't like the reality, and neither does you and neither does anybody here, but the reality is there aren't going to be fans there. You don't have the home court advantage anymore. And so, therefore, take advantage of take the positive, which means on the road is not as hard. We just won at Indiana. That's a tough, tough place to play. Well, you didn't have as many fans there, right, if you think of it that way. So it is what it is that that's what's going on this year. And we all had to adjust in our lives in so many different ways. And so the, so does the Spartan basketball team. And so does Izzo and everyone. And you got to just accept that, hey, this is what the real world is today. And we have to play with it and stop and not think about, well, it would be so much more fun if it was this way. Because then you start having this wrong mentality. It's like, this is the world we're in. Let's dominate it. And then when they, if they have fans at the NCAA tournament like they say they're going to, well, that's even better. That would be more fun. Well, and Michigan State's going to be in. You've declared that. So you'll be able to go, right? 
I will be there. Let's do it. <laughs> well, you're going to be watching him in the NCAA tournament. So, um, what's what what's next for for Matt Ishbia? I mean, obviously, we know everything you've accomplished at this point. What you've done for your university. What what what's next for you? You know, I'm just going to continue to you know continue to run my business in the most positive way. Uh, I got three young kids. I'm a single father of three kids. I take great care of them, coach all their sports. So I coach sports all weekend, and I'll continue to share on the Spartans. Uh, basketball, football, everything Spartan, and, ho- and hopefully really make an impact on the university, not only with the money I gave, but also with other things that we can do to help Michigan State. I want Michigan State to be as impactful on so many other people as it has been on me, and I know it can be, and I know it will be, and so I'm proud to support the student-athletes and, and the university in any way I can. What, what sports are you coaching? Basketball, obviously, but is there anything else? Yeah, yeah. I coach th- I coach three three basketball teams: my son, my daughter, and my son. And then uh, I coach two football teams: my my son and then my my daughter and son play on the flag football. So we we were, we won some flag football games yesterday. We won some basketball games the other day. It's, it's a lot of fun. So you're just like Izzo. Is football yeah, actually but, your favorite yeah. sport? Yeah. <laughs> no, basketball is my favorite still. But my kids love football, so hey, I got to learn how to coach football. I got to learn some things. But we're we're doing well, and they have fun. It's so much fun. My kids are ten seven and six so they're little ones and but we have a lot of fun out there they're high-fiving we're enjoying it we're having a great time you're you're still in a unique position to coach because you you're one of those rare coaches who could kind of fight back when a player bitches about playing time and you can kind of point (laughs) and say hey hey uh uh, um, here's what being a backup can lead to in life (laughs) so yeah I, I, i think you're in a unique position i think you should use that to your advantage that's a good one. I should use that. If they, you know, they, the kids don't usually complain because we try to get them right. all in playing equally. Right. But the reality is, everyone. I do say this. I don't care what your role is on the team, whether you're the star quarterback or the star point guard, or you're the backup or the guy cheering them out. Everyone's got to play their role for us to win, and it's fun when we win together as a team. So, I meant to. I, I meant to ask you this earlier, and I and I should have, and I wouldn't. It wouldn't be fair if I did. When when you had decided you wanted to make this donation to, to Michigan state. Did you have an idea? I mean, obviously you said you wanted you wanted to help the basketball program. Um, however, coaches or needed it. Um, did you have an idea of what you wanted it to go to, or did you get help with that? And, and I, I guess just what was your thought process and, and how it was all going to be allocated? Yeah, well, the first priority is Tom Izzo. Whatever I talked, I called Coach Izzo, told him what I was thinking about doing. I said, whatever he needs. And he didn't, he is in a great situation. He didn't really need much uh, at this point, but I, took care of whatever he would need to help make sure that program continues to dominate. And if it, and not that I can contribute, but I can help in a little way from anything they need financially. So that was first. Second thing was I want to impact all student athletes. I'm really passionate about the careers that when a student athlete graduates from Michigan state, they should have access to my company or other great companies that are tied to Michigan state people. And we don't have a great Rolodex or process for that at Michigan state hearing about some of my old teammates and, Seven years later, they get done playing overseas, and they don't have a great connection in. And so we're going to fix that for all athletes. I don't care if you're field hockey, basketball, whatever you are, soccer. Like, we're going to help everybody. So that was the other one. And then it was, how do we make an impact on everybody else in a positive way? It was football. It was Mel Tucker. It was, hey, if we can help football win and football succeed and football have the best uh, ability to get the best recruits and win, it helps all the other sports. And so that was where the 20 million chunk of it came in. And then the, the other money was is going into a fund where Izzo and Beekman and some of these guys, Brian Masalam can actually decide where it goes to help all sports. So there's another, you know, good chunk of money with six, seven, eight million dollars sitting there that they're going to be able to help out all sports. So I really felt if I could help all sports, all student athletes, past, present, and future, 
that I really make an impact in a positive way and feel good about what I was able to do. Where do you come up with a $32 million figure? Is it just what they need? And what, I mean, is yeah, that, you know. is it, is it, I, don't, I don't know how it works. The only experience I have is the, you know, four days after I graduated, I get a phone call from the alumni association asking for money before I even had a job. That's the only experience <laughs> I have with alumni donation. So, uh, so I'm not, you know, but how does that work? I mean, do you call Beekman? Does he call you? Do you guys kind of negotiate? Or I, I, I'm just curious how, no. how that all works. No, yeah, no, yeah, it was just, it was, what do they need? What gets the job done? What sets the, stone, the tone for, for, for what, they, what they needed? There's no magic to number 32. It wasn't, you know, people ask me that question a lot. There was no number there. It was, hey, I did a lot of these things to figure out what Izzo needs and then the, to get the career services, you know, the Spartan for Life program up, to get football, what they need for their building, and then have enough money for everybody else. Kind of came out to, hey, maybe 30, 32, 34. And so we settled at 32 million. It wasn't really a negotiation. It was just me and Beekman and Izzo. And Masalam and you know and President Stanley, we all got a chance to talk and kind of came up with that together, and they were excited and and it's and hoping it was a, from a leadership perspective that others will follow. And I know some have already followed in and put more money in to help the university, and hopefully it really helps in a positive way for everybody. As people that can help them will, and Michigan State will continue to rise up. And I know Tom was all he, you know, he gets all sheepish and everything, but you really wanted that court named after him. Um, what do you? What do you you know, what is that? What do you think that truly means to him? I mean, I, I've it's I remember we were at Maryland the night the day they named the court after Gary Williams there and he talked about it a little bit. It's, a, it's like he likes the attention, but he doesn't like it at the same time. Well, how did you expect right. him to react to that? Well, you know, it's, it's 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 his university in my perspective, and he deserves all the credit. And so I knew how he would act. I knew he would be like, well, you know, we don't have to do it. Let's talk about it. And I said, listen, the court's being named after you, Izzo you know, coach and, and the football building is as well. I don't want my name. It's uh, Matt Ishby doesn't deserve anything from a Michigan state sports perspective. I'm not that person, but Izzo is. And so it's about Izzo. There's going to be a thing for Cleves and the, and, and the, and the 2000 championship we're to recognize Mateen because he deserves it too. And that was, it's not about Matt. It's about Izzo and he deserves it. And I know he's, he's a little, he's so humble and it's not his thing, but you know what? I think, I think he, at the end of the day, if you thought about it, it's, it's a nice stamp on his legacy. Not, a, not that he needs that, but just like nice that he can always come back and his kids can come back and see the court, see the football building, and his name will permanently be at Michigan State University. Well, I've, I fully expect we're going to see three more Ishbias come through there and, um, you know, maybe, maybe <laughs> I don't know if they'll improve on your winning percentage uh, in their games there, but um, if they have your coaching, I, I, I suspect they'll be able to see a little bit more playing time maybe. <laughs> I don't know if they'll, do, if they'll do that, but I know they'll have fun at Michigan State because it's the best school around. So they'll, they'll have a better, probably a more fun time than me because I was always practicing. Maybe they won't have to do that and they'll just relax and meet some friends. But uh, definitely Spartans in my family for sure. Well, maybe by and then you've, you've been done with the business world. You want to get back into coaching. You never know, huh? <laughs> it could be fun. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Matt, what was your best, most memorable moment on the court? You know, uh, obviously, I got a chance to shoot the last shot in the national championship game, which is a pretty yeah. cool experience. Um, I missed it. It is, reminds me every time I talk to him. Um, I don't remember that. I, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah the, the last shot in the game. You know, as, as I get older, I tell my kids, you know, uh, the, you know who he had the last shot of the national championship game. It was up. It was Mitt, your dad, and we won. Yeah. And I don't tell them the details that we were up by fifteen yeah. or thirteen, and and it didn't matter. But and then I missed. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but that was a pretty cool experience. Um, I really enjoyed uh, 
couple senior days. Mateen Cleese senior day when we played Michigan for the Big Ten championship and we won by 51 points. I was, I that was, was at really that game. You know, I remember that one. Yeah. You know, if I'm playing and there's still a TV timeout <laughs> left, I, I get it with five minutes left. You know we're winning, you know. So, uh, but then and then my senior day was really a fun day for me. I was the only senior. I always respected though. He didn't tell me I was starting till that day, and he always started as seniors. But you know what? He had a lot of pressure. He, if we didn't win that game, we might not have made the NCAA tournament. Though. So to start a walk on um, in that game against Iowa, and I got a chance to start, and I actually hit a three early in the game. So that was a fun memory personally for me. But I always remember I respected Izzo because he could have easily been like, "Hey, I can't start him because we need this game." And he did the he he did the what I think you know what is the right thing or he just did a, a great thing. He's just a winner, and he said, "I believe in Matt, and I'm going to do the right thing and give him a chance." I only played like you know a couple minutes, but that was really an honorable thing, and I really always remember that he put me in and gave me a chance to start one game for for him. Your time's running out. I know you're busy, and um, we certainly appreciate you joining. Now, 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 here's the thing though: when this team makes the NCAA tournament and makes a run and gets out of the first weekend, you can come back and say, "I told you so." To these couple of clients, they don't know what we're talking about. Well, I, I know that you guys and everyone that probably listens to this hopes that that actually happens along with me. So we're going to all cheer for it together and support the team. And, and I hope that it will do that. I look forward to it, but I'm definitely going to be cheering for him and, and, and supporting Izzo and the team. All right, Matt. Well, I appreciate it. We, we certainly appreciate your time. I know everyone at Michigan State um, is really appreciative of everything you've done. So, I know they're going to enjoy listening to it. Thanks again, and, and hopefully we will talk soon, and best of luck to you. Thanks a lot. Have a great one, guys. Appreciate you. All right. See you. So that was, uh, that was Matt Ishbia. I thought that was uh, some pretty good stuff um, from, from a guy who's got a, a unique perspective at this university. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Tony? Uh, yeah, we, well, uh, my main thought is that we were, that we were at um, Michigan State at the same time. Oh. And uh, he just donated $32 million, $32 million to the university. And um, I bought new socks this weekend. So, <laughs> so you guys are yeah, on the same level, similar. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're close. Yeah. Uh, I, but, uh, no, he was kind of a little bit of a cult hero when yeah. I was at Michigan State. Uh, you know, uh, you know, just, it was in the game. It was party time, basically. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. But, uh, no, he's doing good things. Um, you know, I was going to ask about this, but I know this time is running short. You know, it's a little unfortunate that his donation has kind of been, you know, become a little bit of a lightning rod with the whole MSU swimming thing. Um, you know, I don't think that's fair personally. I mean, I sympathize with the swimming program, right. and I think there's arguments to be made for the swimming program remaining. Um, you know, it's not very much money to the university in the grand scheme of things, but I don't think it's fair that you, you know, that you, you can complain about what someone else does with their money. That's right. that's all I'm, right. I'm saying. That. So yeah, I think that's a little unfair, but uh, uh, but we didn't get a chance to ask him about that. But hopefully we'll have him on again. Um, I don't think we'll have him on again anytime soon because um, he's a little bonkers to think Michigan State's going to make the NCAA tournament. I'll tell you what, but though, that's he's, what's, the, that's he's, he's the kind of guy, though, if they make it, he'll come back on. Oh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. But I, I have a feeling our conversation, we'll have another one. Like <laughs> well, we'll have another one. We'll bring up the, how that didn't happen. But, uh, you know, and, and yeah, look, yeah. hey, and, I get 100% his blind faith in Tom Izzo. Uh, I understand why mm-hmm. he feels that way. I understand why a lot of fa- fans feel that way. Um, but at some point, you need sure. to look at what's happening in front of you. Um, is it impossible? Well, no, it's not impossible, but it's not exactly, five not five exactly I mean, likely. Yeah. I mean, you I don't care. Five games in five days. 
and it's just the teams they're playing. I mean, it's not like they're playing right. middle of the road teams. They're they're playing the best teams, uh, some of the best teams in the right. country. So, you know, it, it just doesn't look, it doesn't look. Yeah, right. I was thinking more. I was thinking more about the Big Ten tournament. You know, I guess I'm still not really paying attention to the regular season. But oh I well, guess, I think you know, you know, if you had told me what do they have a better chance of doing, winning? So what they have six games left, they'd have to win four of them to to really be in the bubble area. Do they have a better chance of doing that? We're winning the Big Ten tournament. I'd say there's a better chance of them winning four games in the next two weeks. Oh, I, as opposed to five five days. Right sure. now, now let's be clear: neither of them are likely. Um, right, <laughs> but no, if no, I had to no. pick one, that's yeah. the one I'd pick. You know, you never know. You start making some shots, and you need you need at least a little break in there. It's just so yeah. hard to win five days in a row, even when you're good. I mean, I think I know, back, the only I think, team I can, you know, the only team that stands out that I don't I don't think a Big Ten team's ever done that in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, um, Connecticut did it back in, and I remember I think Syracuse did it once. Yeah, in there when that and that was a yeah uh, that was the I can't remember who was on that team, but um, by the way, you, you always call me some negative. Um, I did take the money line on Michigan State against Indiana. Oh, look at way. you! Wow. But here's the thing, I'm a chicken because Michigan you, State got up. You I hedged put, it. I, uh, no, I didn't hedge, but Michigan State got up like two points with what, like five minutes to go or something. Oh and uh, um, and there was a cash out option where I could take less money, less profit, but get my money. Um, and uh, I was a chicken because Michigan State has let me down and you down <laughs> and everyone down so many times this year that I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take the guaranteed profit here. It was, it was you know, 30, 40 prop, buck profit, whatever. And uh, next thing I know, I look at my phone and they're up like six or seven. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, damn it. But that's all right. That's what um, you no, yeah, I know, I know. Some anyway, people would good. tell you. Some people would tell you you probably should have stopped betting Michigan State games a while ago, or not bet on them to do anything. Well, they they actually, um, I I bet on Michigan State three times early in the season when I thought they were good, and lost all three of those bets. <laughs> uh, but then I had a parlay where I took Michigan State, or no, but then Michigan uh, I had a parlay right when Michigan started having sports betting and everything. The, they were playing Nebraska, and the spread was 12 and a half, and I took Nebraska. Uh, it was the last leg of my five-game parlay, so I had the first four. And then Michigan State's up by 12 at halftime. So that one I hedged, uh, but I still did quite well. I mean, Nebraska ended up covering it, so it worked out. But um, the last two, Michigan State has made it up for me from the first three bets of the season. So but well, I, think I'm gonna cool, I think I'm going to cool it on Michigan State. Probably. Well, let's see. They got Illinois Tuesday. Uh, Ohio State Thursday, those probably won't go well, and then Maryland on Sunday, followed by Indiana and two more with Michigan. So that's not exactly an easy road. Um, no. but Matt Ishbia says the run is coming, so you know, right? There's that. Uh, they by won't... the way, yeah. speaking of Ohio State, Michigan, I mean, was that not the best game of the season? Oh, what a game! Yesterday? What a great I game! Mean, I mean, yeah. everyone making shots, everyone you know, playing defense. I mean, just I mean, just two. I mean, it, it 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 fit the bill. I mean, three yeah. versus four. I mean, that was just an incredible game. And then I Ohio State, he, yeah, Ohio State really made some really bizarre mistakes right in that last. Well, that minute. that behind the back pass, trying to get cute, and then that, that was a funny scene. Like the the defender, their guy that the passes was like, oh, he doesn't even turn around. <laughs> he reminded me of what happened. They reminded me of the old Barry Sanders highlight against the Cowboys, where he's still running, and the defense had like thought the play was over, and they're looking the other way, and he's going right. in the end zone, but. It's kind of what that was. No, those are two 
two pretty high level teams right there. Um, yeah, that was fun to watch. That Illinois, was, Illinois, I, the same way. We'll see Tuesday. You know, Ohio State, obviously, and and I'm glad they're going to get in both Michigan games late. Um, it, too bad, you know, too bad. It's there's not going to be titles on the line. Of course, we got a, we got a little spoiled of that last couple of years, where every Michigan Michigan State game was right. had something on the line. But you know, I think that's what people want this rivalry to be this year. Maybe not. Um, obviously not. So, but it will still be good yeah. to get both those games in and then head to Indy. So, you know, the optimists out there, the Mad Ishpias say it's going to happen. The cynics like Tony and I say, no, I'm sure, I'm not sure well, where everyone I mean, else lands. Reality, reality, reality says no. <laughs> Come on. I know. I know. Is, I'm just, and you know what? And, and I'm not, and I'm not, I don't care. Like to me, you know, fans are, you know, that is those taking some heat. You know, oh, he screwed up on recruiting or this or the lineups and he's taking some heat. Guys, it's been 22 seasons. Yeah. I mean, this was going to end eventually. And it's, by the way, it's ending during a pandemic year, which makes <laughs> it all the more mu- a mulligan. You know, I mean, I mean, talking to, you know, coaches around the country, this is not a normal year. If it was a normal year, I don't think you'd see Duke and Michigan State missing the NCAA, Kentucky even missing the NCAA tournament. I just don't. I just think it's it's a weird year that, you know, the priority isn't basketball this year. It's on making sure the players don't go insane, you know, with everything that they have to deal with right now. Yeah. Um, it's very difficult on them. So I just, I don't, you know, this is a total mulligan year. Who cares? It's no big deal. And I'm not, and I, I agree with you, but not discounting the teams that have done well, obviously. Yeah. But I, I no, think not, no, no. yeah, you're seeing certain. No. There's a few teams that have really handled it well. I'm I've been really impressed with Michigan because they did add a few new pieces, and didn't have the summer really just like everybody else, and have still you know it's all still fit properly. So th- there's a few teams that have really excelled. But really, this has been hard for for everybody. So yeah, I mean the people that are freaking out. Look, my my Twitter during games and my emails just get outrageous. I mean yeah. the the. Uh, just by the minute who they've decided to blame the fall of the program on at that particular moment, but whoever I it is, how it's the fall. I love how it's the yeah. fall of the program. It's not just a bad you year. Know, it's I, time it's, to make changes. Come on. I mean, one year, I mean, I put this on Twitter. I'm not a young man. <laughs> they've been to the NCAA <laughs> tournament every year since my first year at Michigan state. I there's mean, not a, there's not a player on their roster that was alive when they, had started making them. I mean, it's, it is crazy. And I, it's, the it's other thing too, off. is they, do, do, we, do we forget that they've won the last three big 10 titles? They were at the last yeah. final four, probably would have been at the last one. Um, yeah. Have they seen the recruiting class coming in next year? I, I mean, it's like, the, we're always looking for the reason for the sky to fall. And then of course the well, kid for two years, he, he commits. Well, see, it's another, come on. No, it's, you know, and you know me, I'm not, I'm not an optimist. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a very positive person in a lot of aspects, oh, but on. with this whole thing, I mean, come on. I mean, it's a one-off year. The streak was going to end eventually. It's ending during a pandemic year where up is down and down is up and you don't know who you're going to be playing tomorrow. And it's just, and it's not the fall of the program. You watch next year. They'll be back. They'll be fine. Yeah. They'll be in the tournament. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a one thing, and and, it's, and that's I mean, not I, to I say. I think yeah. Izzo gets a little. You know, uh, I think Izzo gets a little leeway. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, uh, just a little, and yeah. you know, to, to listen to sports talk radio or to listen to, um, you know, to listen to all the Twitter noise and 
you know, it's just, it's pretty incredible to me. And I think that's where we are as a society. I think we're just, I think we're all so angry with what's going on in the world in general that we've been locked in our houses for a year. I think everyone's on edge. And so everyone's just so angry and they're going to take their frustrations out, whatever. But this is a one-off and this, this week is going to end eventually. Big yeah. deal. Move it's on. Not like, start a new one next year. Yeah. And it's not like there's not criticism. I mean, you know, it's perfect. Yeah. Every decision hasn't been right. And and yes, the junior no, recruiting class stinks. We get it. We know that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just let's, let, let's get a grip, everybody. Come on. I, anyway, that's probably. I want to know what Tom is. I want to know what Tom is was going to do during the NCAA tournament. He's probably That's a good be on question, TV, I guess. He'll he probably might, be on TV. He might be, he'll but be, he's be, not. Yeah. This is he's uh, done it before after they got eliminated. Yeah. Um, so I bet I bet you he joins joins the TV coverage. He might. He might, but I don't know. And then um, you know, everyone can keep freaking out. Foot, football will start what March 23rd, spring football. You know, then we can all freak out about something else. So baseball will big time baseball eventually will start. So, <laughs> doesn't softball start this week? Uh, I think it does. I don't know. It's, it's all weird. Soccer just started. Volleyball's playing. I, I don't know what the hell season we're in anymore. So, I know. I know. I can't keep track. Anyway, you well, probably got Tigers prospects to track or something. Or, no, no, I got, I got some other stuff to do. So, uh, but um, yeah, <laughs> check out uh, Matt's coverage in DetroitNews.com. You'll have his power rankings today. Spoiler alert, Michigan State won't be number one. Uh, um, spoiler alert, uh, Michigan uh, will be. You know. Yeah, yeah. That, so that, those will be up at DetroitNews.com. Um, um, Horizon League tournament starts this week. Woo! Yay! Yeah, so um, by the way, Detroit Mercy and Oakland are both very dangerous teams in the Horizon League. It'd be, it'd be interesting if a Detroit Mercy or an Oakland makes the NCAA tournament and Michigan State doesn't. That'd be pretty wild. That's but, Michigan uh, State. Anyway. But- Ask Michigan State if those teams are dangerous. They almost beat them. Absolutely. I mean, and I've been saying for a while when when Detroit Mercy was, you know, one and seven, and Oakland was zero and nine, and people were just like, "Oh my God, these what awful mid majors we have in the state." And I was telling people, "Wait, just wait. Their their non conference schedules were pretty legit." And Oakland, you know, Oakland almost beat a, a few of them. So um, anyway, so uh, we have tons of college basketball coverage at DetroitNews.com. Follow Matt on Twitter. Me on Twitter. I'm not talking politics hardly all these days. Wow. So come back, sign up, re, you know, refollow. You know, I won't, I, I won't turn you away. I don't think. Um, but yeah, and then uh, we'll be covering, uh, covering basketball through March. Some oddly, without Michigan State. Well, part of March. They'll at least be at the Big Ten tournament. How long? Well, well yeah, right, 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 right. Might be a short. Hey, and, sub- and subscribe to the paper. It's a novel. Yeah, content. yeah. We have a great. We have a, we have a great. Yeah, we decided we'd stop giving our content away. Pay, pay for our content is crazy. Yeah, uh, but we have a great deal going on at DetroitNews.com. One dollar for three months. One dollar for three months. And I'll tell you what: if you sign up and you are a new subscriber, I will email me. I will Venmo you the dollar, and I'm not kidding. You know, just sign up, give us a shot. There's a lot of, you know, a lot more content's going to go for subscribers only. Um, and we have lots of great content. We have a great staff of writers, especially in sports. And so $1, three months. And if you, if that's the deal breaker, I will Venmo you a dollar. Just email me. What a guy. And uh, we'll get it done. I know. I think, right. I know. What a I'm guy. rich like Matt Ishbia. So, yeah. That's how we you know. do it at Michigan state alums. We just hand yeah. out our money. So absolutely. So that's I think good, that's, uh, that's, that's a wrap. That's, yep. We got to wrap it up there. That's it for this week. Hopefully we get a little more consistent than uh, every few weeks, but yeah, we'll see what we can do.
So thanks for joining us. See you later, Tony. Goodbye.